amen, that our worship, amen, glory to God, is a weapon. Our worship, amen, gives us the ability, amen, to prophesy over our own lives. Yes. Yes. Amen, glory to God. You know what I learned, my business? Yes, I've learned this. That I can declare and decree a thing over my own life, even if nobody else believes it. That's why when that song was going forth, I began to walk around and I began just to think about, amen, everything that God has shown me. To where even if nobody else dances with me or celebrates with me, it doesn't matter they can look, they can spectate, but I have the ability and the authority to declare and decree over my life that I am blessed. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Somebody say I'm blessed. Somebody say I'm blessed. Come on, somebody say I'm blessed. You see, one of the issues, the reason why a lot of people don't have, I don't have the ability or the authority, amen, to say that I'm blessed because all 2018, they have been living from a defeated place. From a defeated, thank you, musician. Glory to God. They've been living from a defeated place, from a defeated mindset, from a defeated, ineffective prayer life. Amen. Glory to God. But I've learned a secret. So I can declare and decree, I can say, I can tell myself every day, if nobody else agrees with me, I know what God has shown me for 2019. So even before 2019 gets here, I can begin to say I'm walking in wealth. Yes. I'm walking in the overflow. Glory. So I can walk around and I can think about all the things that God has done for me even right now. And when I think about my 2019, my place and point of position, I can say I'm walking in the overflow. Do we want to learn, amen, glory to God. I thank God for this song. Do we want to learn this morning how to walk in the overflow? Do we want to learn, amen, what it means to walk in a wealthy place and live in a wealthy place? Yeah. Amen. Glory to God. Who believes that 2018 will be, glory to God, will be, will be in the past and your 2019 will be the year that you see the manifestations and the victory that God has promised you? Yeah. Hallelujah. I believe, amen, 2019, amen, will be a very, very prosperous year. Not only for the church, but also for my life, also for my family, for my kids, for my for my kids' kids. And I will have the ability to leave an inheritance for my children's children. Yeah. Amen. Very quickly with me, would you turn, amen? We're going to learn, amen, how, amen, to live, amen, how to walk in, amen, how to pray from a certain place to begin to see results. We're going to learn, amen, to pray from a place. And get results. Hallelujah. So pray from a place and get results. Amen. We're done with 2018. The vain repetitious prayers. Ineffective prayers. But we want to pray effectively. Because, because who knows and understands, amen, that a prayer life gives you things legally in the spirit realm. Amen. amen. A prayer life gives you things, amen, legally. To where you will be able to operate from it, amen, because God, amen, gave you access to it through prayer life. Yes. Amen. Because one of the issues is, Bishop, is a, a lot of people want things from God without prayer. A lot of people want the blessings and the overflow without prayer. 
A lot of people want all the things from God, all these blessings from God, amen, without prayer. But who knows that prayer is literally the master key to your success, to your destiny. Prayer, having a prayer life, amen, gives you legal authority to walk in what God has given you access to legally. And when God gives it to you legally, then nobody can come in and repossess it. Most of us have been praying from a place to where the enemy can come in to steal, to kill, and to destroy. To where the enemy can come in and literally repossess what I've been praying for. Because one of the issues is, is that we're praying from the wrong platform. And I'm going to explain what I'm talking about here in a minute. Turn with me to the book of 1 Chronicles. 1 Chronicles chapter 4. Amen. Chapter 4, and we'll be coming from verse 9 and 10. And we're going to move very swiftly this morning. Amen. I'll give you a chance to get there. Amen. The first Chronicles, chapter 4. Amen. Verses 9 and 10. And I will be reading, amen, from the Amplified Version this morning. First Chronicles chapter 4 in the Old Testament verses 9 and 10. Glory to God. Amen. It simply says, Amen, from the word of God. It says, Jabaz was honorable above his brothers. But his mother named him Jabez, which means in the Hebrew, sorrow maker. Saying, because I birthed him in pain. Can I pause right there? Amen. Glory to God. And, and when I read this particular part of the text, Bishop, it, it illuminated, it, it, did something, it raised something up in my spirit that something that was a miracle when Jabez was born, his mother named him Jabez because she birthed him in pain. Notice, glory to God, she said, I birthed him in pain. Can I stop right there before we proceed to go any further in the text? Can I tell somebody that the pain that you have been feeling all 2018 was and is necessary? Ah, you see, one of the issues is, my opinion, is a lot of people don't like pain. They don't like to go through, amen, the process before they prove something amazing as far as a miracle, as far as what God wants to give them. A lot of people, amen, don't want to go through pain. But 2018, glory to God, did not line up, did not look like it lined up in your favor. But God had to birth you through the pain of process, amen, to where you can be able to handle your destiny the right way. Wow. A lot of people, amen, are still murmuring and complaining about their 2018. But can I tell you, your 2018 had a plan and it had a purpose, amen, to get you ready for what you're about to walk into in 2019. Amen. Glory to God. Y'all ain't going to talk back to me. Amen. Amen. I have church all by myself. Glory to God. And that is okay. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's go down to verse 10. It says that, it says, Jabez cried to God, the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that you will bless me. 
and enlarge my territory, enlarge my border, and that you're right, and that your hand might what be with me, and you will what keep me from evil, so it might not hurt me. And God granted His request. When we look at verse 10, Jabez asked God to turn any curse associated with his name around. Jabez, his name means what? Pain. But he prayed from an unfamiliar place. Amen. From, from an unfamiliar place at the time, according to the Bible. He understood, amen, glory to God, that there's life and death in the power of the tongue. He understood that, amen, that what he spoke had power. His words carry weight. His mother labeled him from the womb. He, he counteracted with summoning the heavens. He nullified the label that was attached to his name. Ah, and he asked God to turn away any curse associated with his name. And he asked God to turn it into a blessing. Mm. That the Lord would bless him and enlarge his territory. And he understood in order for God to enlarge his territory, that he had to nullify, he had to, he had, he had to separate himself, amen, from what was spoken over his life, in order for him to walk into the plans and purposes of God. A lot of us want things from God. A lot of us are asking God to enlarge our territory. God, give me this and give me that. But have you nullified it? Amen. Glory to God. Have you came into a place where you ask God to break every stronghold associated with you so we're not hitting the plan and purposes to where God wants to take you. Have you asked God to deliver you and heal you and set you free from anything that can hinder you from walking into the overflow? Mm. All right. Yes, yes, yes. Mm. Glory. Glory to God. He asked God to turn it into a blessing because he understood the pain that his mother went through was for the process. He asked God to turn it into a blessing and that, and that the Lord would bless him and enlarge his territory. And one key thing that Jabez said, he, he asked for God's hand to be with him and keep him from harm. That's one of the main keys. A lot of us want to go places, but we don't want to cope with the hand of God. Because one thing we got to understand is that the hand of God, when it moves with you, and he has you, he's leading you, he's guiding you, to where you don't have the ability to lean to, to, lean to your own understanding, but acknowledge him in all his ways. And when, when the hand of God is leading you, understand one thing, when the hand of God is leading you, he will chastise you, he will rebuke you, he will correct you, but put you on the right plan and purposes. As far as according to what he had you to walk in before the foundation of the earth. A lot of us want the blessings, but we don't want the hand of God to walk with us. We don't want the hand of God, amen, to, we don't want the hand of God to grab a hold of us when we're going in the wrong direction. A lot of us want the blessings of God, but we have to ask God to bless me and that your hand will be with me. When God's hand goes and flows with you, do you understand why the hand of God walking with you in the earth realm, it gives you legal access for doors to be open. It gives you legal access, glory to God, to walk through doors that no man can shut. Do we understand when we walk with the hand of God? It gives you legal authority, glory to God, to walk in wherever you are at in authority and begin to summon the heavens to move on your behalf because you are now operating legally with the hand of God walking with you. All right, all right. Glory. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Glory to God. Praise God. Praise God. He said, God, let your hand be with me and keep me from harm so that he will be free from pain. And the Bible says that God answered 
He granted him his requests. I want you to understand something, people of God. That most of us, that you might have been birthed in an unfair situation. And that your adult life, glory to God, has been difficult. And you made some decisions. And you've been fighting your entire life. And you've been asking. You've been begging. And you've been pleading God. Amen. Glory to God. God, do I have any more time? God, am I running out of time? I want you to know that you have the ability to shift your entire life with the right prayer before the throne room of God. And that this that, and, and, and that this is praying from a kingdom place, from a, a kingdom platform. But we gotta understand what it does it mean to pray when you begin to summon heavens for kingdom assets. And you begin to ask God for begin to begin to do things. But we gotta understand that I gotta pray to God from the right place. Glory to God. There are two places, amen, that we in the body of Christ have a tendency to pray from. Number one is that we, we have the ability, amen, most of us have the notion and the mindset to pray from a place of liability. Mm. To pray from a place of liability. Number two, glory to God, is, is from a kingdom mantra, from a kingdom mindset. We also have the ability, we also have the authority to pray from a place of assets. Somebody say liability. Somebody say assets. Glory to God. And the terminology defined with liability means the state of being responsible for something. A person or a thing whose presence or behavior is likely to cause embarrassment or put you at one, put you at a disadvantage. This is praying. A lot of us pray, and I'm going to break it down. Because a lot of us come into church and we pray from a place of liability. We pray from the wrong, amen, we pray from the wrong platform. We've been taught, we've been trained to pray, to pray from a place of liability. And I'm going to give you understanding a little bit long, I mean, here in a minute, as far as what I'm talking about. When we pray from a place of liability, we've got to understand that we pray from a Western civilization, from Western civilization mindset of Christianity. What am I talking about? All America is subdued with this success. America is subdued with getting money. America is subdued with the biggest houses. America is subdued with what kind of child I got. America is subdued with do I got a do I got a degree? Do I got a doctoral degree? But we but, but understand one thing: America, uh, America will set us up to a point in place to where all we pray for is material things. And when we pray for material, we pray from a place of only wanting material things that associates us with being blessed. We pray from a place of liability. Mm. Okay. Yes. And when we pray from this place, we, we pray from a selfish place that has no power. We pray from a place without faith. Because we are giving God limited access when we pray from a place of liability. Glory to God. When you pray from a place of liability, it will cause you, amen, to pray, but to also operate in fear. Mm. And also to operate in a place of doubt when you pray from a place of liability. Yes. Praying, amen, you're praying for God to change, your, to change your situation. But you don't really believe that he is who he say he is, glory to God. Because you're praying from the earthly place. And you're not praying from a kingdom place, but you're praying, amen, for things on the earth to manifest, amen, to make you feel comfortable. 
When you pray from a place of liability, that keeps you in a comfort place. Because you're praying for things that you know that you already need. That you know that you already should have. You're praying from a place, amen, glory to God, that has no power. Anytime we enter, anytime you enter into a position with asking God to do something, and when you enter in with a mindset of liability, it takes away. I want us to understand when we pray for life, when we pray from a place of liability, liability does not add to, but it takes away. It does not add any value to you. Anytime we pray, there should be an exchange between you and heaven. Uh, and offering up a prayer of liability, Bishop, is an unfavorable exchange All right. in the spirit realm. And I'm going I'm I'm to get into it a little bit more. Praying from a place of liability puts you in a place to walk by sight and not faith. You walk, amen, by what you see in the natural and not by the spiritual. Have you ever found yourself praying about the same situation over and over? 2018, you're praying for God for to, to do something for you over and over with no results. And that indicates, amen, that you have been before the face. Amen. That indicates that you have not really been before the face of God. Amen. Asking for the right things, not praying, amen, in the right position. Have anybody ever been in a place, amen, to where they pray nothing but vain, repetitious prayers? And those vain, repetitious prayers, you've been, you've been crying, and I've been like, okay, God, I've been asking, and I've been asking, and I've been asking, and I'm praying, and I'm waiting, and I'm waiting, and I'm waiting. But you're praying from a place of liability because vain, repetitious prayers does not add to, but it takes away. Vain, repetitious prayers is a liability prayer, and it drains you, amen, in your spirit. It drains you in your emotions. It drains you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. From actually expecting God to do something. When you pray from a place of liability, it does not add to, but it puts you in a place All right. All right. of being, being tired. You're in a place, amen, because most of the time people come in the presence of God and they ask, okay, I'm assembled with the saints and, and here I am, God, and I'm asking you to do this and do this, but you're operating from an empty place because all along in the secret place, you've been praying from a place of liability. In vain repetitious prayers. You're trained, but you're still believing God to do something for you. How can he add to when you've been praying from a place of liability? Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Can I tell you when we pray from that place that our prayers are hindered? Because this is a breeding ground of liabilities with no assets. Liabilities bring in fleshly desires that have no longevity but temporary pleasure to surely that is surely going to run out. And then you're right back at the place looking for everything you thought God was going to give you. Mm. Liabilities is the breeding ground for disappointment. I'm going to say that again. When we pray from this place, liability prayers is a place, amen, is a breeding ground for disappointment with false expectations from God. Because your posture is all wrong and it's not kingdom. I want you to do me a favor. Ask yourself, all 2018, what have I been asking? What have I literally been praying for? And we know our prayers. 
ask yourself, am I only praying for a new job? Am I thinking that if I get a new job, that will be the answer to everything that I need? Everything will begin to fall into place. Can I tell you, you're surely wrong. Are you praying from a place of only asking God for a new car? Are you praying from a place that asking God, all I need is a new house? Mm. Notice that everything I mentioned, Orion, is an liability. Meaning that they cost you something. When you get them monetarily, then when you get them, they have the tendency or they have the capability to instantly lose value. Huh. And what happens is it puts us in a place to we when we get these things, we get these liabilities, we, 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 we will get instant gratification. But only for a short term, because once we get liabilities, we must understand that they not only we don't only get them, but they also subtract from us. Did God not say in his word in Psalm 68 and 19? He says, Blessed be the Lord. Who daily, who daily loads us with what? Benefits. Even the God of our salvation. So why are we praying from a place, amen? With, why are we praying from a place with things that he already knows that we need? You're praying from a place of liability. Because in the glory to God, he said, do you not see that I take care of the birds? I take care of everything else in the earth. Room? But you created in my image, so why would I not take care of you? So why are we praying from a place of liability when God already knows that we need these things? My God. I'm talking about, we must begin to pray from a place that's going to bring kingdom benefits. Something, amen. We must begin to pray from a place that will shift our families from a place to stop being a glory to God, to stop being a power. We must begin to pray from a place that's going to shift our families to be a lender and not a borrower. I'm talking about a place so we have the ability to be the head and not the tail. Are you tired of always feeling like I'm behind? Like I'm behind the power curve. God, if I just get to this point in place and I'm running the race, can I tell you one of the issues is that you've been operating from a place of liability. That's why you are tired in your spirit. You feel like you're always behind. You're always behind on bills. You're always behind on this. You're always behind on that. You're operating from a place of being spiritually bankrupt. And you're operating from a place of liabilities. Feeling, amen, are you tired of feeling like you should be further along? And every year, right before the new year starts, we begin to start telling ourselves that, that this is going to be my year. But can I tell you, for 2019 to be, we got to shift our mindsets, amen, out from praying from a place of liability and praying from a place of gaining kingdom assets. Glory to God. We must shift our prayer life to kingdom and not from liability because liability only brings natural and carnal items. And when we pray from that place, when we get them, we will think that these carnal and natural items are going to sustain me. 
only temporary. But when we pray kingdom, I want us to understand when we hear the word kingdom, what is the kingdom of God? We hear it all the time. We use it all the time. Amen. In order for me to give you, amen, the preform place of kingdom assets, I want to give you the terminology to actually know what, what, what is the kingdom of God. We hear operate for a kingdom place, but the, one of the issues is, is that a lot of people don't even really know what the kingdom of God is. They don't even know the terminology that operates behind it. So I want us to begin to understand what we say out of our mouths. We know the actual terminology. We know the definition. And that gives us authority to operate from it when we know what we are speaking. Okay? Kingdom of God is the dominion of God. Within a believer by the way of the Holy Ghost or Holy Spirit. The presence of God within a person occupied as a holy habitation. The present releases to the vessel, the Godhead's embodiment. All the benefits, provisions, and power characteristics of the Creator in His eternal kingdom. From this place, it releases. Watch this. Watch how this ties into how the prayer of Jabaz we was saying, Bishop. Let God, God, let your hand be with me. This is the kingdom of God. From this place, it releases the hand of God to move and exercise his authority wherever there is a believer present. Amen. That is the kingdom of God. So when we look at the prayer of Jabez or Jabez, however you want to say it, he was operating from the kingdom of God. He was operating from a kingdom place, from a kingdom mantra, from a kingdom, from a, from, from a kingdom platform. He wasn't operating from a place of liability, but he was operating to gain kingdom assets. Okay? Assets, amen, defined, is a useful, a valuable thing that adds quality to a person. That adds quality. And I believe, amen, glory to God. If we want to see, amen, the signs, wonders, and miracles happen in our life in 2000, as 2019 approach, I believe that we must level up in God in our prayer lives. Prayer, we must release quality prayers. We must release, we must release legal prayers into the atmosphere that's going to not only give us what we need, but it's going to give us assets to where it's not subtracting, but it's adding to me what daily. Because it said, I owe you daily with benefits. From this day forth in 2019, glory to God, we have to begin to release useful. I'm going to say that again. We have to begin to release useful, valuable prayers unto God. Yes, Praying from a kingdom asset, asset place in God is knowing and understanding who you are in God first and foremost. We must know and understand, amen, that we are sitting in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. And that you are heirs of God and you are co-heirs with Jesus Christ. If indeed we share his sufferings in order that we may also share his glory. Praying from this place, amen, will put you, a lot of people are scared to pray from a kingdom asset place because it puts us in a place, amen, it puts us in a place of spiritual warfare. 
When we pray from a kingdom mantra, a kingdom man, a, king, a, a kingdom mindset, it puts us, amen, directly in the face of the enemy. That's why it's so easy for us to pray, amen, glory to God, from a carnal mindset. That's why it's so easy for us to pray for things, amen, to happen, to go our way, to flow our way. Amen. The enemy ain't worried about you gaining things. He's worried about you gaining the kingdom access. Kingdom access and assets. That's what he's worried about. Praying from this place will put you in a place of spiritual warfare. Because their, their kingdom, not just earthly prayers. I want us to understand this. All the enemy can give you is earthly desires. And he gives us, we must be careful people about when we pray. From a mindset of liability, we must begin to understand that the enemy can also give us earthly desires. Mm. He can give us earthly desires to fill the kingdom void that is meant, amen, to, to steal, that, 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 that is meant to steal our rightful place in God. And that is often and that is to be what? Kingdom and to flow in the body of Christ. If the enemy has the ability to keep us in this place, to only pray for material things, we got to be careful because when we pray from a place of liability and only asking God for material things, the enemy literally has a legal hold over us. I want you to understand the one thing, and we're almost finished, people of God. I want you to understand something. We must be careful that our prayers are not saturated with only desiring material things and thinking that this is what's going to make me feel good and have it make me feel good. And it, it puts us in a place to have a false perception that we made. It puts us in a false perception that I'm blessed. Mm. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to paint this picture for you. Do we remember? That when Jesus was in the wilderness and Satan took him and took him to the highest pinnacle and he showed them as he showed them as far as the eye can see. He said, if you work, if you bow down and worship me, I will what, give you all of these things. Mm. And one thing Jesus understood what he was looking at had no power. One thing he understood he was looking at was what? Nothing but liabilities. One thing he understood that he was looking at was not kingdom, but he was nothing but merely things, nothing but a mere vapor. He understood that heaven and earth is what passing away, but my word shall live forever. And the word is what? The kingdom of God. The word will literally give you what? Kingdom assets. We must be careful in 2019 to not be in a place to so desperate for things to come our way, so desperate for things to happen to us to where we begin to compromise our prayer life. So we begin to compromise without the enemy to take us up to the highest pinnacle and show us all of these things and begin to have us pray from a place of liability and nothing but material things and worshiping material things. That gives the enemy legal access, amen, to have a hold of us. Okay. We must begin to pray from a place that gives us value. And we must begin to pray from a place that adds value to our families and adds kingdom quality. Releasing kingdom assets, watch this. Releasing kingdom assets breeds 
a residual blessing. Glory to God. Incoming blessings. That does have a short-term ability, but, but, but when we get aspects from the kingdom of God, amen, it adds longevity to it. Jabez prayed asking God for his blessing. He asked, he said, God, enlarge my territory. Ah. And we must understand this. He wasn't only talking about the natural realm. He wanted God, amen, hand, he wanted God's hand to be with him. And, and with God, and with God's hand with him, he knew, amen, that no weapon formed against him or his future will be able to prosper. And he wanted God to keep him from evil, and God literally honored that. I want you to understand something, that, that the prayer of Jabez, amen, was, was more than about gaining material things. It was more than just about gaining land. He tapped into a prophetic realm, amen, and began to pray from a place of kingdom assets. He asked the Lord, amen, to enlarge his territory, not only from a personal gain, and not only from a personal gain, meaning that he foreseen, that, watch this, when we read the text, he foreseen that the Israelites, bishop, will conquer, will conquer the people, will conquer the, I mean, I mean that the, the, the Israelites will be conquered uh, by the enemy due to sin. God did not forget his prayer because he attached his prayer he attached his prayer. He also released it into heaven. He said, let your hand be with me and keep me from harm so that I will be free from pain. Kingdom assets, amen, will have you in a place to pray from a place of pain that's meant to push you into your destiny. And due to the faithfulness of God, as, and due to the faithfulness of God as he was to uh, uh, as, as he was to Jabez, you can release a prayer, amen, into the future, amen, that, that, that is meant to come in in 2019 to disrupt your life. You can release a prayer right now and it will disrupt his future attacks. You have the ability, amen, to release into the atmosphere and ask God to bless you, even though it might not look like it, that you're speaking to a thing, amen, as, as not as though it was. You're asking God to enlarge your territory, not only for land development, but also, amen, but also understanding that God is shifting you, you and your entire family into a new place. Due to what great to do what great exploits that you and your family has never seen. That's praying from kingdom assets. And I gotta ask you a couple of questions, people of God. When you're not, when you don't pray from a place, amen. When you don't, Christian, when you don't pray, amen, from a place of liabilities. When you pray, amen, from a place of kingdom assets. Amen. I gotta ask you a couple of questions before we close. And I want you to hear me very quickly. This is how you pray, amen. I want to challenge you to pray with these questions, amen. Pray from a place of gaining kingdom assets. Are you willing to pray from a place, amen? Watch this. That is not all about you. Mm. Are you willing to pray from a place that is not all about you? I want you to understand when Jabez released his prayers, amen, it wasn't all about him. But it was about what generations to come. It was about what leaving a legacy journey, amen, for his children, children. So people are like, are you willing to pray from a place that's not all about you? That's how you pray from a place, amen, of kingdom assets. 
meaning that you are willing to pray, amen, for some land, amen, you are willing to pray, amen, for God to enlarge your territory, and it might not bless you right now, but down the line, you acquiring the land is meant to bless your children's children. Are you willing to pray that the seed that you are planting right now, in the prayer that you are offering up right now, breaks every generational curse in your bloodline? Are you willing to pray from a place That you pray from a place not only with faith but also with substance to pray from a place that you or your family will never lack another day in your lives you will never lack any longer in your health are you willing to pray from that place that you will never lack any longer in your mind are you willing to pray for generations amen down the line that that mental instability will no longer operate in your bloodline in your family are you willing to pray from that place something that is bigger than you are you willing to pray from that place that nobody else in your family will lack identity issues to where they will know who they were in God, to where they will know they were born a male or a female, to where they will not be questioning their sexual out their sexuality any longer. They will to where we have the ability, amen, the praise from kingdom access to break that in our bloodline. willing to pray from a place that's bigger than you? Are you willing to pray from a place that has the ability to break the spirit of cancer? Yes. And I want us to know that cancer is not generational. Is a spirit. Are you willing to pray from a place to declare and decree that every plot from the enemy for you and your family in 2019 is destroyed and that nobody will be overtaken by the plans of the enemy? I want you to understand something. Anytime you ask for God to enlarge, your territory. With expansion, there comes resistance. Can I tell you this morning that what I foreseen and what I foresaw in the spirit realm for 2019 to anyone who will catch this, that the walls of confinement are coming down when you pray from the right position, amen, the right place to gain kingdom assets from God. To our restrictions are being broken even before 2019 comes. As our prayer lives shift, amen, from liabilities to assets. That we will have the ability when we pray for kingdom assets, we will have the ability to bring heaven to earth. Ah. Enlarging your territory. Understand it's going to take you into the new. It's going to take you to new things of God. Yes. New desires, new promotions in the kingdom of God. We will pray 
God, we declare and decree we will pray from a place that brings results. We will pray with a plan and purpose that is kingdom and that will bring assets into our lives. Lord, we are tired of liabilities. We want residual blessings, an overflow and increase yeah. in all areas of our lives. Yes, we do. From this day forward, you will never pray from a place of liability any longer yes. that brings you that, that does not bring you kingdom value. But you will pray from a place. Amen. You will be you, you have the knowledge now to pray from a place of attending kingdom assets that will bring you value unspoken into the atmosphere. Not only benefiting, not only benefiting you, but when you pray, amen, from a place of kingdom assets, it brings residual effects. It blesses you from generation to generation. And from this day forth, we will pray from a place of kingdom assets that is going to leave an inheritance for our children's children. Stand to your feet.